Hey guys, happy Wednesday. Welcome back to another episode of Killer Instinct. If you are new here, hi, my name is Savannah. Thank you so much for tuning in to our podcast. Make sure you go ahead and hit that subscribe button if you haven't already. And if you have the time, I would really appreciate if you could go ahead and review the podcast as well. I love hearing your guys' thoughts and suggestions as to how I can make this podcast more enjoyable for you. So if you have a moment to do that, I would really appreciate that too. Today we are talking about the unsolved disappearance of Serenity Dennard. Serenity was nine years old when she went missing on February 3rd, 2019 in Rockerville, South Dakota. This case was actually suggested by a Killer Instinct listener, so if you want to send in your case recommendations as well as any comments, thoughts, theories, anything along those lines, you can do that at killerinstinctpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that is just killer instinct podcast at gmail.com. Serenity was last seen wearing jeans, a long sleeve shirt, and snow boots. This case is really unlike any missing children's case we've covered before, and you will understand why as we continue into the details. It's one of those cases where once Serenity went missing, it really felt like she just vanished out of the blue and was never seen again. This is a relatively smaller case, and there are a lot more questions than answers, and a lot of theories as to what could have possibly happened to Serenity the day that she went missing. So with that all being said, let's just jump right on into it. So let's talk about Serenity's upbringing, because for only being nine years old, Serenity had been through a lot in her life. When Serenity was born, she was immediately placed into the foster care system. She bounced around from home to home, and because of this, she never really felt a sense of security in her family life, and this in turn caused her to have a tendency to act out. Circumstances changed for Serenity in 2014 when she was adopted by a couple named Chad and Darcy Dennard. Chad and Darcy were a married couple who brought Serenity into their family. However, then in mid-2015, Chad and Darcy ended up getting a divorce. When the divorce happened, Chad actually became Serenity's primary caregiver, and he also had full custody of Serenity. Now, Chad also went on to have a relationship with a woman named Cassandra following his divorce, and the two of them eventually got married as well. So collectively together, Cassandra and Chad had three children plus Serenity to look after, and then Darcy went on to remarry as well. She is Serenity's legal adult adoptive mother and she remarried a man named Brian and the two of them moved to Rapid Valley which is about 30 minutes away from where Chad and Cassandra lived. Like I said, Chad had primary custody of Serenity which allowed Darcy to then have secondary custody of Serenity and Darcy described her relationship with Serenity as a very special bond. She said, quote, we did mother-daughter things, we got our hair and nails done, and we went shopping. I could get her to calm down when she needed that, end quote. Now, what does Darcy mean when she says, I could get her to calm down if I needed to? Well, like I said, Serenity never had a sense of security and stability in her home life, and anytime she was given an example of what a good home life was, she had this belief that it would not last. Serenity thought that the feeling of being loved and comfort would go away, so she would run away from home a lot. 
Sometimes she would run away using her bike, and other times she would just run away on foot. Serenity was diagnosed with reactive detachment disorder, which is a condition where children don't feel secure in family relationships and in turn can act out. And she was also diagnosed with disruptive mood dysregulation, which caused her mood to change constantly. Now, despite her turbulent upbringing, Serenity was a very very smart little girl. She loved animals and she loved babies. She loved watching movies and singing along to music. Riding her bike was also another fun thing that she loved doing and she also really enjoyed whenever she got to spend time with her grandmother. Like I mentioned, Serenity was known to run away from home. She did it constantly. It didn't matter if it was daytime or if it was nighttime. Sometimes she would plan it out and pack a bag and other times it would be more impulsive and she would just get up and leave. Cassandra said that Serenity did this so often that the police actually got to know Serenity, and when they would see her, they would pick her up and take her home. Chad, Cassandra, Serenity, and the other kids lived in Sturgis, South Dakota. In 2018, the population there was about 6,943 people. It's known to have a lot of bikers, a lot of motorcyclists ride through there all the time, and it's actually known to be the home for the Motorcycle Museum Hall of Fame. So that's the background story. That's the upbringing that Serenity had that leads into this next chapter of her life, which is when Serenity was admitted to the Black Hills Children's Home located near Rockerville, South Dakota. Now, like we've talked about multiple times, Serenity was known for running away. She had a lot of trauma that she was dealing with from her past experiences in foster homes, and her family collectively decided that the best place for her to go to allow her to really address and deal with these issues that she's been having was at the Black Hill Children's Home. Now, what is the Black Hill Children's Home, you might be asking? Well, in essence, this is basically a rehab center for children dealing with past trauma. Not rehab in the sense where it's drugs and alcohol addictions, but rehab in the sense that they are working towards bettering themselves and really working through the trauma that they've endured. I'm going to read you a little passage from their about page on their website, and it says, quote, Established in 1893, Children's Home Society of South Dakota is the state's oldest human service nonprofit organization, serving as South Dakota's primary orphanage and adoption agency for more than 70 years. Thousands of children were rescued, cared for, and provided permanent families. In the late 1960s, the need for orphanages diminished across the country as the foster system was introduced. To address another growing need, we then focused our efforts on developing residential treatment and special education programs. We also partner with caring parents to help children with emotional or behavioral needs. Through all of our programs, we are ready to come alongside parents or guardians to strengthen their families and to help children get the care and services they need. So essentially, it is a residential treatment program for children who are dealing with past trauma or just behavioral issues in general. And this is where Serenity was placed in to help her cope through her traumas. Serenity was placed at Black Hill in July 2018 
and was expected to stay there for 14 months, having her release be in September 2019. Serenity's family was able to visit her while she was at Black Hill, and from what I've seen, they were able to see her at least once a week, so it wasn't like she was ripped away from her family and not allowed to see them for 14 months. And I think a big misconception that a lot of people have had with this case, because a lot of people have put blame on Serenity's parents, Chad, Darcy, and Cassandra, for sending her off to Black Hill. However, this is truly what Serenity's parents believed was the best for her at the time, because it was getting to the point where they didn't know how else to help her. They didn't know how else they could help guide her. They needed an extra, they needed a professional is what they needed. They needed someone who could specialize in helping Serenity. So let's discuss some of the events that occurred leading up to Serenity's disappearance. Now, about a week prior to her going missing, Serenity attempted to to run away from Black Hill. Because of this attempt, Serenity was placed on an arm's length only protocol monitoring system where she was supposed to be proctored by staff at all times and not allowed further than arm's length, essentially, hence the name of the protocol. Now, what's interesting to note here is that this protocol was actually ended just the day prior to Serenity going missing. The same day that the protocol ended, Chad and the other children visited Serenity at Black Hill. Chad describes this as a fairly normal visit. Serenity told him in detail about the food that she was being served at Black Hill. Serenity was a foodie. She loved food and snacks and things like that, so she was really excited about what she was being served, and Serenity got the chance to play with her siblings for about an hour and a half. Chad said the last memory he has of his daughter was when he gave Serenity a hug and a kiss goodbye and watched her run off because Black Hill was playing the movie Maleficent and it was Serenity's favorite movie, so she was really excited to watch it that day. Now, according to Chad and Cassandra, they said that Serenity actually enjoyed being at Black Hill. Serenity felt like she was working through her trauma and really getting better. Everyone in Serenity's family thought that this was a really good thing for her and that this would lead her on a path of success. However, that all changed. So let's talk about February 3rd, 2019. So like I said earlier, the arm's length protocol was removed just one day prior to Serenity going missing. So she wasn't under as strict of supervision anymore. And the reasoning for the protocol to be dropped so soon has actually never been released. No one has ever said, why she was not under this specific protocol anymore. It has been asked multiple times, but no one from Black Hill has ever given a solid answer. So at about 10.45 a.m. on February 3rd, Serenity was seen playing in the gymnasium at Black Hill, and at this time with her, there were two other staff members supervising Serenity and six other children. Serenity and another girl who was also a child at Black Hill started talking and and they came up with a plan together that this girl was going to help Serenity by distracting a staff member so that Serenity was able to get out of the line of vision and run away. Once the girls set out on their plan, they then followed through with it. The girl that Serenity had made this plan with was in the gym with her and she ran out of it back into the main building, causing one of the two staff members that was in the gym with them to chase after her while the other remaining member stayed 
played with the other children. Serenity used this distraction to her advantage and ended up opening the outside door and running away. The staff member that was in the gym at the time did not notice that Serenity had left. After leaving the gym, Serenity ran across a pathway into the main parking lot of the complex at Black Hill, and the reason authorities knew this was because there was actually a witness. It was a woman and her granddaughter who had dropped off another child, and they were driving through the parking lot when they saw Serenity running. Once they saw this, the grandmother turned her car around and ran up to a building where the cook of Black Hill was at and informed the cook that there was a girl running away, and using their radio, the cook informed the other staff members that Serenity had gotten out of Black Hill and had ran away. Now, there was a little holdup here because the radio that the cook was using to connect with the other staff members, unknowingly, this radio was not connected to the right channel, so this really delayed any staff members to be able to do anything because it took them a while to get this message. Now, while the grandmother was informing the cook, the granddaughter stayed in the car and watched as Serenity walked in the direction heading towards Rockerville Road. And then after walking about 50 yards north of the complex entrance, Serenity went out of the line of sight of the granddaughter. Now, something to note about this area is that it is a very rural place. Black Hill is basically surrounded by trees and greenery. So that was heavily blocking the granddaughter's view. And a huge reason as to why she wasn't able to see Serenity after a certain point. Now, it was about a three to five minute window from when the grandmother first saw Serenity to when she notified the cook. After that, it was about another three to four minutes from when they couldn't see Serenity anymore to when they began searching. Now, that is not a huge window of time, three to five minutes and then three to four minutes. You would think that if Serenity was only on the road walking for about less than approximately 12 minutes, that that shouldn't have been enough time for her to never be seen again. However, that is exactly what happened. Once informing the staff members about Serenity, the grandmother-granddaughter duo got on the road that Serenity was seen walking down, which was Rockerville Road, and retraced it multiple times. However, they said they never saw Serenity or any other vehicles on the road. Okay, we're going to take a short break, but we will be right back with more of the Killer Instinct podcast. Do you ever fantasize about who you'd be if you lived somewhere different? Maybe you'd surf if you lived by the beach, or maybe if you lived in the city, you would live above a coffee shop and finally be able to write that novel you've always dreamed of. Or if you had a dishwasher, maybe you'd actually be able to start cooking and make a proper dinner at home. With over 1 million available units for rent on Apartments.com, the you abilities are endless. Apartments.com lets you narrow down exactly what you want and when you want it. And with their instant alert, you'll never miss out on seeing what could be your new perfect place. Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect place to live, whether that's an apartment, a townhome, or even a house, and they can help you find exactly what it is that you're looking for. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. All right, you guys, welcome back. 
Now, when it came to the staff at Black Hill, at the time of Serenity's runaway, there were 15 staff members and 37 children at Black Hill. According to the Children's Home Society Executive Director, which is a woman named Michelle Lavallee, four staff members immediately began searching as soon as they were notified about Serenity. On the day of February 3rd, there was an on-call supervisor, and this supervisor advised the staff to search for Serenity for about 15 minutes before calling 911. So to wait 15 minutes, search for Serenity, and if they were still unable to locate her, then to call 911. Now about 80 minutes later, the on-call supervisor arrived at Black Hill, and that's when they realized that 911 still hadn't been called. It had been almost an hour and a half after Serenity was missing, and no one had called 911. So that's when the supervisor picked up the telephone and called the authorities at 12.26 p.m. After receiving the 911 call, authorities arrived on the scene 20 minutes later at 12.46 p.m., and by 1.16 p.m., four different authorities were on site. At 1.28 p.m., police requested assistance from Pennington County Search and Rescue, which allowed 35 people to show up and look for Serenity. When authorities arrived on scene, they brought in a portable command post. They also brought in searchers with dogs and other detectives. The deputy sheriff, who was Deputy Hartland, was notified about Serenity's disappearance at 6 p.m. on February 3rd, and he then arrived on the scene. The deputy sheriff and other authorities initially went door to door to about 40 different homes in the area asking if anyone had seen Serenity. However, they came up empty-handed in this. At 4.57 p.m. on February 3rd, the sheriff's office released an alert to the media about Serenity's disappearance. On the first night of her being missing, the search was called off at about 10.30 p.m. and then began again the next morning at 7 a.m. The investigation also included interviewing all the Black Hill home employees and residents who were at Black Hill when Serenity went missing. The two employees that were supervising Serenity and the other children at the time of Serenity's running away were also fired for this incident. Authorities also interviewed former employees at Black Hill along with Serenity's adoptive and birth parents, and all of these people were cleared from being potential suspects. The FBI was ultimately brought in on this case, and collectively, they followed up on 224 possible leads that led to nothing. By February 2020, over 4,500 miles of walking distance had been covered. Authorities said that because of Serenity's size, again, she was about 4 foot 9 when she went missing, if she was off in the woods, because remember I said that Black Hill was surrounded by a lot of trees and greenery and wood areas, authorities have said that if she was off in the woods and got lost or got too cold, because mind you, this was February in South Dakota, and this is not something that I knew before this case, but the weather at the time was about five degrees with snow, Serenity could have found a spot and stopped walking if she was getting tired or if her feet hurt and she could have laid down somewhere. And authorities believe that because of her size, it's likely that that's the reason they 
haven't been able to find her yet if she's in the woods because she could have crouched down underneath a rock or she could have hid in a certain area that they just haven't discovered yet. On February 5th, just a couple days after Serenity went missing, authorities released a statement saying, quote, if Serenity was outside, it's unlikely she survived. We have not rolled out the possibility that she found someplace warm to shelter or that someone picked her up. We still have an active investigation and will follow up on leads, end quote. On February 6th, the sheriff requested special dog teams from Iowa, Wyoming, and Colorado to be brought in. However, this didn't lead to anything either. Then in November of 2019, some of you guys actually might remember this, there was video camera footage circulating the internet of a young girl begging for help on a Ring doorbell camera in Harriet Creek Ranch, Texas. Now, when this footage was released to the public, a lot of people thought that this child could have been Serenity. However, after her family reviewed the footage, they confirmed that this was not Serenity. So it's been over a year since Serenity went missing and authorities still have no leads. They have not given up their search and they continue to follow up with any leads that they are given. However, they have not gotten any closer, at least from what they have revealed to the public, with finding Serenity. Authorities do not believe that Serenity was abducted by someone driving on the road. They think it's highly unlikely that Serenity was taken in such a short amount of time successfully and then just never seen again. Deputy Hartland has said, quote, I can't even begin to calculate the odds that someone would be willing to violently abduct a child on a rural western South Dakota road within the few minutes that they had to do so and successfully abduct her. According to Serenity's father, Chad, he said, quote, as far as what I think happened, it changes every day, but I think she's out there. I truly don't think somebody picked her up. I think she liked to run away and wouldn't run very far, but she liked to see people look for her. I think she watched people look for her and I think she went too far and got lost. That's just serenity and she's done that before. End quote. Both Cassandra and Darcy have expressed their disbelief that with all the search efforts that have taken place, that Serenity still has not been found. Now, according to the chief of the Rockerville Fire Department, the Volunteer Fire Department, it is a woman named Gail Schmidt, and she has said that searching around Black Hill is very difficult because of all of the different conditions. You have open forests, you have trails, caves, drainages, ponds, and lakes. Gail said, quote, Quote, my explanation for how we could have covered so many miles and haven't found her yet is that we just haven't gotten to her yet. We're in the process of eliminating areas and following any sense. It's possible she tucked herself into a rock or a cave somewhere, and we just have to try and check those areas the best that we can. End quote. It's really safe to say that the authorities have gone above and beyond on this case with their search efforts. They have searched again over 4,500 miles and still have not been able to find Serenity. I think a big question in this case is the possibility of could Serenity have been picked up by a stranger? The small, small time frame that Serenity had after leaving Black Hill makes you think that she couldn't have traveled far, especially when the grandmother-granddaughter duo were on the road in less than 10 
10 minutes looking for her. I think the biggest question I have in this is that since time has passed and snow has melted and seasons have changed, have cadaver dogs picked up any scent? It was said that the dogs did pick up one scent, however authorities were unable to link it to Serenity, and the dogs also have had a harder time tracking scents because of the weather conditions when there's snow on the ground, it makes it more difficult for them to accurately track the scents that they're looking for. You obviously don't want to believe that someone could have kidnapped Serenity for two reasons. One, because the authorities and Serenity's parents are saying that that's not what happened. And two, because you never want to believe that anyone would do that. However, it does make me wonder how in the world Serenity would be able to get so far ahead and then never be found in such a short amount of time without getting into someone's car or being picked up by a stranger. Maybe she was running away and trying to go back to her family's house and someone offered her a ride and it was the wrong person to trust. Maybe she had been online chatting with someone on the computer and this person pretended to be someone that they weren't and Serenity got into a really dangerous situation. Maybe someone saw an opportunity and grabbed her. I mean, again, then that leads to the question of what are the odds that when Serenity leaves Black Hill, she just so happens to run across the wrong person at the wrong time in the 10 minute span that she had to get ahead of everyone looking for her. But things like that do happen. Now, as far as Black Hill goes, there have been some changes made to ensure more safety of the kids since Serenity's disappearance. There has been a policy made that states that a 911 call will be made anytime a staff member loses line of sight of a child and that all radios are now programmed to the same channel, which was the initial problem when the cook tried to get a hold of the other staff members. There is also a new phone system that has a button to alert employees that an emergency exit has been opened and a designated supervisor must be on campus at all times. Runaway drills are now conducted monthly and new employees undergo runaway training. By the way, just if you thought about this, Black Hill didn't have any security cameras at the time of Serenity's disappearance. I know. For some reason, these places never seem to have cameras, but I find it so bizarre that a children inpatient center doesn't have cameras, especially if some of these kids that are staying there are known to run away. It is so bizarre to me. However, after Serenity's disappearance, there were plans to install cameras, and I'm not sure if it's ever been confirmed whether or not that did or did not happen. It was said that there was also new doors installed that can only be opened from the inside with a key card. According to Cassandra, she said that she doesn't directly blame Black Hill for what happened to Serenity. However, she is disappointed that she was not looked after more closely. Cassandra said, quote, we were literally 24-7 keeping an eye on her to make sure nothing happened to her or any other kids, and she didn't leave. They're trained for that, and they have people there all the time for that. Her safety was the number one reason we went the route we did. Here's a child who just tried running away, and they took her off the arm's length protocol. I just don't know. End quote. I think there is a really strong point there. The reason that Serenity was taken off the protocol to this day has never been clarified, and it's been a question that has been asked by many. It's a little unsettling as to why they won't say why she was taken off that protocol list. A lot of people have been putting Black Hill under a lot of fire for this entire situation, saying that they either had some hidden motive and could have been involved in this, or just saying that their safety measures weren't where they were needed to 
be, which I do believe to be the truth. Again, I think the fact that they didn't have security cameras doesn't, it just, it should be illegal. You should have to have security cameras in a place like that. So there really are two theories here. Theory one is that Serenity walked off into the woods, got too far and got lost or found a cave and hid in it and then succumbed to hypothermia. I looked up how long it would take to succumb to hypothermia and I learned that if you aren't dressed properly, meaning you have exposed skin, especially your scalp, hands, and fingers, you could succumb to hypothermia in as little as five minutes, which when I learned that, it definitely brings up the idea of maybe she did walk into a cave and just got too cold and succumbed to the weather conditions. However, I do find it odd again that after searching 4,500 miles, if she stayed in the same place the whole time, why has no one found any trace of her? The second theory in this is that Serenity was abducted by someone who saw an opportunity and took it. It would have been easy to grab Serenity, get her in the car, and hop on the freeway to never be seen again. Now, this more than likely would have been a crime of opportunity, and then you have to think of how likely is it that in the short time frame that Serenity was walking, did someone just drive by and grab her? However, again, it's not unheard of. Maybe there was a pedophile stalking Black Hill. They knew that there were children in there, and they drove past it all the time because of that fact. There weren't any security cameras, so there wouldn't be any way to tell if somebody drove by the facility a little more than usual. But that's the second theory, that foul play was involved and that Serenity was taken. You never want to go against what the parents believed happened, and I'm not trying to do that either. I'm just trying to look at this from every angle, which I'm sure they've done as well, and I also really really want to hear what you guys have to say about this case. Did Serenity run off on her own and get lost? Did she decide to hide out and then eventually succumb to the weather conditions and died from hypothermia? Did she get abducted? What do you think happened? I really want to hear your guys' opinion on this, so you can email me. It's just going to be, again, like I said in the beginning, it's just killerinstinctpodcast at gmail.com. Again, that's just killerinstinctpodcast at gmail.com. This still is an unsolved case, and like I said in the beginning, there are a lot more questions than answers. However, this is a very small case. There isn't a lot of coverage out there on this case. There is a Facebook page that you can keep up with all of the updates on Serenity's case. However, other than that, I haven't really seen a whole lot of coverage on this case, and I think this case, as do all of them, really, really deserves more coverage than it's getting. So share this episode if you would like to get the word out on Serenity's case. Again, it's unsolved, and Serenity and her family deserve justice and serenity deserves to be found. With that being said, you guys, that is all from me today. Thank you so much for tuning in to another episode of Killer Instinct. If you are new here, hi, my name is Savannah and I'm your host of Killer Instinct. Again, just going to remind you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. We make episodes every single Wednesday and you are not going to want to miss it. I also want to announce that we are doing Halloween again this year. I know it kind of seems crazy that Halloween is coming up. It is crazy to me too, but we are doing Halloween. If you remember, we did Halloween last year and that is when we do five cases in a row. So five episodes back to back to back leading up to Halloween. So you will have basically five extra episodes, four extra episodes. I'm not good at math, something like that. There are going to be five episodes leading up to Halloween back to back to back. And I love Halloween. It's such a fun time of the year. It's an exhausting time of the year, but it's a super fun time of the year. So get ready for that as well. And if you have any crazy suggestions for cases, you can email me again at killerinstinctpodcast at gmail.com. And I will be looking 
discussing over those as well. So with that being said, you guys, thank you so much for tuning in to another episode. I will be back next week with a brand new episode of Killer Instinct. And until then, stay safe, guys. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. I came from a low-income family that was that was struggling. You see how hard life can get. GC became a part of my life because I don't want my family to fall back into that. I never thought education would take me this far. I'm still young. I still have a lot to do in my life and just want to get things done the way I want with a good education under me. I'm Stacy, and Grand Canyon University helped me find my purpose.